Welcome to another episode of Looking for Love in All the Wrong Dust Jackets, a show where three cool ladies talk to you about anything we like in romance, whether that's books, movies, TV shows, whatever we like. My name's Liz. I'm Danny. And I'm Wiggles. Welcome to the show. Today we're going to talk about a Christmas movie, because it's Christmas time, The Christmas Prince. Before we do that, though, I gotta warn you, we're crass ladies. I don't think it's going to come up come up as much in this episode, but we will probably swear a few times. Yeah. So you're yeah. warned. Yes. Great so bring us some fucking pudding. So bring us some fucking pudding. So bring us some fucking pudding and give it right here. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I liked it. Good. Yeah. I got I got more of that comes. Came through. with a lot of eye contact. It <laughs> did come with an alarming amount of eye contact. <laughs> Prolonged eye contact. <laughs> Okay. Um, before we talk about this movie, though, what have y'all been up to? <laughs> Nothing. This week has been shit for me. So, I I kind of deep dived into the show Nine One One Lone Star. It has Rob Lowe in it. Was it good? It's it's pretty good. I mean, it's it's you guys aren't super big into like procedurals, but you know, no. you know they my jam, they my jam, and it's it's firemen, and I get to look at how pretty they are. <laughs> Don't judge me. I mean, I will, but... I was going to do that anyway. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. So, um, I finished the audiobook for A Dowry of Blood by S.T. Gibson, which is a Dracula... Re- not retelling, but a Dracula-inspired book. And it's told from the perspective of one of his wives. And it is very gothic and like that gothic romance feel. And it's told in first person but it's told as if she is like writing a letter to dracula so it's a lot of her talking to him uh it's very good the the narrator did a fabulous job i loved it a whole lot and i gave it five stars i'm gonna listen to it again at some point it's not very long Hmm. oh Hmm. i think i'd probably like that it's real good i do love me a vampire not quite to the extent that the wiggles does I think this like love for vampires for me has been blown out of proportion. I enjoy them, but my bachelorette party was vampire themed. So, so does that make you the winner of the contest? I don't know because you're the one who designed my bachelorette party. She has a valid point. Like, make it fun for you though. Um, Maybe. Mm. Anyway, Mm. another book I read was "Fix Her Up" by Tessa Bailey. It was it was just like a solid three. It was fine. Mm. It was fine. Mm. The writing style, I don't know if it's in one of her older books, but it wasn't up to par. Mm. Like the dialogue just seemed a little clunky. That's disappointing. Yeah. Well, today we're going to talk about uh, A Christmas Prince, which is a 2017 Christmas movie on Netflix. You can only watch it on Netflix. So if you're like down with the bourgeoisie, I'm sorry, you got to choose Happy Christmas Movie or, you know, no Christmas movie. Because there's none anywhere else, obviously. Nowhere. Not like there's any on, you know, say, the Hallmark Channel. Yeah. But Danny, 
you're gonna tell us what this movie's about all right so it's about but don't a- shock me don't spoil it it's it's don't tell me it's about a christmas prince oh my gosh you bitch that was my joke <laughs> fuck you so the christmas prince is about a well she's a copy editor but she is told that she needs to go and report on this playboy prince who has been MIA since his dad died and he is supposed to take the throne coming up on Christmas Eve. But nobody knows if he's going to show up. So she's supposed to do the reporting. So she goes there to do the reporting. And then shenanigans ensue. And she ends up pretending to be the little sister's tutor. And she's trying to get to know the prince and get the whole scoop and everything and be sneaky sneaky, sir. And she keeps breaking stuff. I did like, like that. That repetitive farcical comedy that was nice it was nice <laughs> yes any other details or are we no, just gonna talk, gonna talk about, about this okay well let's move on then to to uh to this movie um well i don't have anything uh well i do have something but like i just walked into this ass first and I regret it. All right, let's talk about Amber. Amber is our lead. She, as Danny said, is a copy editor, but she longs to be a reporter. She's got a dad who owns some kind of restaurant, which is hard to define. It looks like uh, a diner deli situation. Yeah, but it's got coffee too. So it's like, anyway, he's got a restaurant. The The interesting thing about it is the whole time he was very much given off like pizzeria vibes yeah yeah but also did not serve pizza so i was like never really sure what the story was there um don't judge his diner that was his dream well dream better (laughs) (laughs) um anyway so he he get he her dad is a very nice man who's had to raise her on his own for a while because his wife died so he doles out the cheesy father advice it's true i liked her dad Mm-hmm. He he threw his nuggets of wisdom when he wanted to. That's true. When she uh, needed them. According to Amber, they are like a fortune cookie. So <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. But yeah. So she wants to go live her dream and she finds out that she's got to go do this investigative journalism. Playboy Prince. Right. And so she tells her dad and he's like, that's sad that you won't be here for Christmas, but go live your dreams. And it was cute. And all happened very quickly. Yes. Well, they needed to get her to the prince. It's true. They did. I do like that the way she actually meets the prince is because he jacks her cab at the airport. How rude of him. It was quite rude. This movie would be a very different movie if it was rated PG-13. That's all I'm saying. Because like immediately from there on, like if that if it's PG-13, you're flipping the bird, right? Oh, hell yeah. Oh, he's a big jerk. (laughs) Oh, you got him. Roasted. <laughs> uh, I love the fact that the extras in the background are all like, oh, he stole her cap. Yeah. Oh, like, <laughs> scandal. When in reality, everyone would be like, suck it up, bitch. Like, We're all angry. I mean, you don't know. People might be nicer in Aldovia. I doubt it. I mean, yeah, me too. Yeah. Uh, but she's from New York. Like, people steal your cabs all the time. Wouldn't right? You? Toughen up, buttercup. Like, I don't live in New York, and I'd be like, oh, fucker, but whatever, I guess. Also, yeah, she's from New York. She didn't flip him off. She didn't swear at him. Yeah. Silly people and their PG ratings. Put a curse on his family. (laughs) Put a curse on his family. She also, so when she poses as um, Emily's tutor, 
the tutor is from Minnesota. I'm like, okay, I'm sorry. I know you're supposed to be pretending to be from Minnesota, but most of her time she acts like she's from Minnesota. And I'm like, yes, that is not a New Yorker. No, that is a Minnesotan. Yes. Because Minnesota nice is real. Very much so. Well, not saying there aren't assholes in Minnesota. There are, but. And whining about your injustices in life is a very Midwestern thing (laughs) versus like in New York, they're just like, fuck you guy, you know? And we're like, that guy was so mean to me. He was so rude. And that, that, that is the start of a 15 minute rant right there. Oh, and then you got (laughs) to tell everybody the whole day. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, Like, oh mm -hmm. yeah. Anytime somebody says, how's it going? You're like, well, it was going good except for. Yeah. Except for this asshole stole my cab. Yes. Just because we're from the Midwest doesn't mean that we don't swear. We do it quite a lot. That's true. Well, we do. We there are some do. who don't. Yeah. Who are like, but I feel like, okay, like, I don't want us to get on a tangent um, that we can't come back from, but there is also, like, a very specific style of swearing to the Midwest where, like, you're not actually saying things that people would consider to be curse words, but you're also swearing. <laughs> An example being, well, I don't know, like... If this is just my family, but if you get the wrong, wow, <laughs> you're in trouble. There's um, also the yeah, no, yeah, yeah mm. thing that, that isn't necessarily swearing, but there's definitely moments where you're like, you need a dictionary if you're not from the Midwest to understand. Are, are they actually saying yes or no? You'll never know. That's our secret. Uh, yeah, no is no. Mm-hmm. No, yeah is yes. Correct. Yeah, yeah is maybe. I'm most, I'm most guilty of the yeah, no for sure. Which yeah 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 no for sure yeah yeah exactly. no, I get it I know exactly. what it means <laughs> yeah I know exactly what it means <laughs> yeah anyway so no she does not feel like a New Yorker throughout this entire thing she's she's just if you could make a cupcake a person that's what this character is <laughs> she really is yeah she really is and I'm not saying that there aren't people that are from New York and everything that aren't like that but she literally lives in the city of New York well she grew up there. Yeah. And her family has a diner. Like, she's seen all walks of life. I also like the she's she's quirky and different because she wears tennis shoes and a ponytail. <laughs> well, I suppose when you're in with the nobility and royalty of a country, you are quirky and different when you wear tennis shoes That's and a true. ponytail. It's true. She's you're also American. In a dress and wearing Converse. America. Which I really think more had anything to do with the fact that she didn't have any other shoes with her. She didn't have a dress either. She had the whole fucking team. This is the end of the movie where she goes to the Christmas ball where the Christmas prince will spoil, become the Christmas king. Shocker. Shocker. She didn't wear Converse to that. Yes, she did. Did she? 100% she did. Yeah, she has a whole moment where she lifts up her, her, her blue dress to reveal her maroon Converse. Yeah, that's a scandal yeah. right there. I'll tell she you. She almost showed ankle. God damn. All I can we think could have of... some spicy ankle scene. <laughs> <laughs> For some reason, all I could think of when she did that is Hillary Duff's Cinderella movie. Correct. Okay, good. <laughs> it's, it's that one or What a Girl Wants. Yeah. Yeah. With Amanda Bynes and Colin Firth. Yeah. I sure. love What a Girl Wants. Nope. 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 That one makes me so happy and I don't know why. I'm just like, fuck yeah, whatever I see it, I'm like, yeah, we're going to watch What a Girl Wants. See, when, when I'm going to go to my go-to Amanda Bynes movie, it is always going to be, uh, what the fuck is that soccer one? She's a man? No. Yes. 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 Yep, that's the one. Obviously, See, it's been a while. 
And mine is Sydney White. I don't oh, know what that right. is. Let alone it's have a, seen it. It's a spoof on Snow White and the Seven Dwarves, but she's in college and like the queen is the head of the sorority that she was trying to join because it was her mother's sorority. Who are mm-hmm. the Seven Dwarfs? So seven she, Dorks. Yeah, oh. Seven Dorks. Yeah. This makes sense now. Yeah. It's she when she doesn't get into the sorority, she had to give up her dorm to rush. And when she doesn't get into it, she moves into this like rundown house that was just overflow student housing. Why would she have to give up her dorm to rush? This that never no made sense. sense to me either. I don't that's think that's a that's, thing. That's movie logic yeah. right there. Doesn't make sense because like, yeah, that's movie logic. But also like, how do we know what that the royals don't have tennis shoes underneath their gowns? I fucking would. I, mean, I would. I would if I could get away with it. You're wearing a giant ball gown. No one's going to see your shoes. Yeah, I probably would as well. The only problem with that is that I am short. And so they would probably notice if I wasn't wearing heels because I am not particularly tall by any means. And he was kind of tall. Yeah, there was definitely a height difference between Prince Richard and Amber. So I'm surprised that they didn't put her in heels. Yeah. Uh. Well... I guess I didn't, I don't think that she would have had that little like winky, cheeky little moment to Emily if the intention wasn't for her to have heels. So I think that at some point there was, we actually did get to see the montage, if you will. Mm -hmm. And then it just didn't happen. It got cut or something. That's what it felt like. Like they were like, bring in this crew and they were going to do like dress her all up and whatever. And then they were like, fuck it. Let's just skip to the reveal. Fair enough. I, I understand that to a degree. But yeah, I do like the cheeky little to because em- I like how much she involves Emily because she really does get along with Emily. She's they're cute. How old is Emily? Ten. I don't know. Young enough for her antics to be seen as precocious. So I suppose ten. I think she's ten. She's very smart and has cerebral palsy. That's what they said. Okay. No, they said spina no. bifida. Spina yeah, bifida. I was say okay. That doesn't sound right. Um. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not a really good judge of kids' ages, but. She looks like she's older, playing younger, whatever yes. she is. Mm-hmm. So, yes, I was guessing somewhere around middle schoolish. Mm-hmm. Their relationship between Emily and Amber to me feels like the real relationship of this movie. Oh yeah, I fucking love their relationship. It's so cute, and she like kind of Emily blackmails Amber to a degree, where she's like, mm, "But I know who you are." Not to a degree. She blackmails her. Yes, She's like, she I is. know your your secrets. She's full on extorting her. Yeah. <laughs> I know your secrets. You're supposed to be my tutor. I don't want to do this. It's three days till Christmas. Take me sledding. Although I will say, I uh, there were some of the lines, especially from Emily, that were like, on a level of cheese, they're like, I knew, right? It's Christmas, romantic movie. It's That's how it's going to be. But, like, she literally said the, like, coin, not coined, but, like, often made fun of phrases of, like, poor little rich girl. (laughs) And I was like, okay, a little on the nose there. (laughs) Like, you you couldn't have thought of another way to say that? Nope. Okay. 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 Mm -hmm. I also, so, I like when she took her sledding, you Mm -hmm. know, and then they come back in after having a giant snowball fight with Richard because they weren't supposed to be out there and then he ran into them and they had a snowball fight because of course they did it's a Christmas movie that's what they do Mm. but I did like the mom's reaction the queen was like gave them the like stern belt okay but you should ask to take the princess out somewhere before you go somewhere and then next time uh please invite me I want (laughs) to 
I want a sled. No fun for you. You're a queen. You must have the miserable life. Yeah. I I was very confused by that scene because she like took her out sledding and then went down the hill with her. And I'm like, you don't know her condition. I mean, you know her condition, but do you know the extent of like how like, could she get really hurt doing this? I don't know. In my head, I would I just like mommed all over that. Like, you are dumb. Well, and like Emily even says, ah, what if I get more broken than I already am? <laughs> right. And she's like, you're not broken. And I mean, she's not, but at the same time. But it's like, you missed the point. <laughs> but she is delicate. Yes. Right. So yeah, I agree. I was, I, I while watching them go down, I'm like, okay. So on one hand, I understand that like logically to me, her legs are on, e- like Amber's legs are on either side. She really could stop that thing at any time. Except she failed miserably. Except for she it. didn't. Yeah, she's she is comically like clumsy to the point of it being the weirdest plot device. I know when she broke the um, Ming Dynasty vase, yeah. I was like, oh boy, oh boy, lady, yeah. you're gonna have problems. In yeah, this. I was like, even even I would not have been that clumsy. Yeah, I don't like Wiggles and I are notoriously clumsy and I don't think we would have I wouldn't have walked backwards in the in that entire building. No, because I'd be like hands to myself. I would have been hyper aware of everything and I would have been like locked in. Shit is very expensive. Also, her is that expensive? Are you fucking kidding me? What do you fucking think? You're in a goddamn castle, lady. And a pretty castle at that. Can we talk about that castle? Sure. That like the like distant scenes of the castle every time I was like. Oh, I want to go to there. It's so pretty. I wonder if that's a... I mean, I would assume it would have to be a real castle that they... Borrowed. Yeah. The the cryptic threats of the dungeon crack me up every time, though. I'll lock you in the dungeon. Do you guys really have a dungeon? No, but he doesn't know that. I mean, that's the dream, right? Like, uh, yeah, there's always that thing in the back of your mind that like oh if i was a princess i'd get to wear pretty dresses and whatever like that's fine that was like that was a cute childhood dream at six mm-hmm. the real dream is being able to just yield wield power over people that's unimaginable be like bitch you didn't give me five marshmallows in my hot chocolate dungeon we're done <laughs> you would never do that you don't know i do never, know i do know i've been blessed with power <laughs> I do know. Also, that castle is a real castle. It's located in Romania. Nice. It has a name that I can't pronounce, and I'm not going to try. Fair enough. I'm just saying, like, 10-year-old me was a terrorist. Okay, maybe 10-year-old you, yeah. but, like, yeah, Adult now. you would be, like... Emily's precocious. I would be a monster. <laughs> and I would have loved it, but, you know. Adult me would be, like, let's see how much I can get lost so no one can find me. That would be me. I was, like, where can I hide? Yeah, that is always this is so random. Uh, but I've we've all read enough books where like, oh, my gosh, this is the person I'm with and they're rich. Right. And then you have chefs and stuff. Are you, I'm always like, but what if I wanted to cook? What if right? I want to be in the kitchen? What if I wanted to do that activity that now you're saying I don't have to do? Well, they snuck in and made cookies. They did That's sneak true. in and make cookies. They did make cookies. I suppose, you you know, if you wanted to cook for the night, they would, you know, you'd be allowed. It's your fucking kitchen. But I don't know. According to Bridgerton, they didn't know. They didn't know what to do. Okay. Their ineptitude in <laughs> anything having to do practicality wise is not the norm. 
I think that I think maybe would be but... like the hardest thing if you were to like actually time travel and like were brought into this like royal family or, or or wealthy family or whatever and they're like just straight up incompetent and you're like yeah you can speak three languages but do you even know what that is like <laughs> it's the middle of the night you're gonna wake somebody up to get you a grilled cheese i'll just make you a grilled it's cheese it's not that hard you see this bread it's not even we'll a 10 minute process we'll smash that's it that's all it takes and butter on the outside mayo i see i i do brown butter so I don't scrape it onto the bread. You brown the butter and then. Yeah. yeah. And then it's um, so good. I use mayo because mayo gives a like a more golden brown finish. Mm. Now I just want grilled cheese. It doesn't taste like mayo. Most things, by the way, touch mayo in like kitchens and stuff. Why do you think I don't like eating at other people's houses? <laughs> no, I'm talking about like in professional kitchens. Also very picky about that shit too. You do know that ranch is mayo based. Listen, if you can hide it, if you can make it like I can't taste it, like I'm not like. You won't eat an aioli, which usually just tastes like whatever else has been mixed with. No, I don't eat an aioli. That's what ranch is an aioli. Yeah, ranch has enough shit in it to hide the mayo. Anyway. Yeah, what's up? You remember how picky I am? Yeah. She's worse. Only about this. She's not about other things. That's true. I'll eat most things as long as you don't put mayo on it and ruin it. You're worse. Mayo is the devil. It is not. I quite like mayo, actually. I want egg salad. I also now want a grilled cheese. Anyway, I'm going to get us back to something fun and not this gross mayo topic. (laughs) Okay, so we've talked about our gal. We've talked about the youth. Let's talk about the prince. Richard. Richard. What is Richard's personality? Is his personality just a Disney prince? Kind of, yeah. Only, I don't know. Okay, so I don't know if you guys have noticed this lately, but what is it? about live a- action like movies about princes where they're always blonde he wasn't blonde was yeah, he? he was yeah was he shows you how much i noticed physical it's kind of a, a dark blonde it uh, wasn't brown but it wasn't like that's brown i don't know what you guys are talking about no it's blonde that's it's kind of a sandy dark blonde yeah, sandy blonde for sure for sure Z's. I don't know if that's true, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> and looking at these pictures, I don't know if that's true. I, unless the like... That's literally from this movie, and that's brown. It's bad lighting. Oh my god, you guys are terrible. <laughs> literally from the movie. Yeah. It's an image from the movie. It's brown. It's ba- she's right, it's bad lighting. <laughs> he has brown hair. No, he does he not. He has blonde hair. Fucking. He's blonde. Two anyway. to one, you're outvoted. Anyway, Danny. doesn't make you guys right. <laughs> Group think doesn't make you right. Oh, so now, now <laughs> the majority has uh, gone against Liz, and now it's a now that's a problem. But when it's against Wiggles, oh no, that's because I'm wrong. Because I'm always wrong. The, do you know what the key factor is in all of this? I'm always wrong. No, Liz Mayo. is right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Anyway. So back to Richard. He is a archery shooter, which automatically makes him a little more attractive to me. Um, he was bad at it. And he was, was not good very at it. far from that target. No, oh, look at that target. He was hitting all the outside parts. Fair enough. He got schooled by his sister who apparently just picked it up one day and decided she's going <laughs> to hit a bullseye. So, you know, he could be better. <laughs> okay, but speaking of his skills, I got to talk about one thing that drove me nuts. What? <laughs> Twice they like 
featured him playing the piano, right? Mm-hmm. And like the the one time when the uh, when Amber comes in, she's like, "Oh, you're so talented." I know. I thought this. I was like, "That's a song children play on the yes, piano." Yeah, I was yes. thinking the same thing. I was like, "That's a really easy song." Like there like, are way more complicated Christmas at a songs. Yeah. level, but sure. <laughs> Not to say. That that part was bad. It would have been totally fine if her comment just wasn't there. Right. Yeah. Like you can play a basic bitch song. Yeah. That's so fine. It's a Christmas song even. But like then to be like, oh, you're so talented. Like that's the equivalent of a girl like fawning over a guy who can strum like five co- chords on a guitar. <laughs> like <It's> what? <true. laughs> well, and like with her saying that, okay, fine. If she, if you have to make her say that cheesy ass line, why, why wasn't he playing a more complicated song? I understand you wanted him to be playing a Christmas song. It's nearly Christmas. It's the whole fucking spiel of the movie. However, there are a lot of very complicated Christmas songs yes. to play on the piano. Yeah. Or even just an elevated version of that song where mm-hmm. he was at least playing like some harmonies in there instead of the bass line melody. <laughs> yeah. 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 The only thing that would have been worse is if they made him play the first Noel and it was like, which is literally a scale. That's it. Yeah. I also have to point out, when we're talking about just skills, though this is more of Amber's, is he when they go off on the horses, mm-hmm. this bitch just saddled her own horse. Yeah, I and totally was thought. I totally thought the same thing because I'm like, first of all, this is and this is coming from somebody who jumped horses in competition. I totally did this, bitch. Um, first of all, you automatically know how to saddle a English saddle mm-hmm. versus a Western one, which if she ever rode a fucking horse, I'm fairly certain she would have rode Western. You also knew how to bridle it yeah. and get the fucking bit in the mouth. She said that the only time she's ridden a horse was in Central Park. Yeah. Which then goes to, okay, so you can saddle this horse, but you don't know how to lead it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The fuck? Yeah. That was that was my big like uh, other than just general main plot issues. That was the one part where I was just like, no, Mm-mm. whoever also, wrote this was wrong. They gave him the tiniest gun to scare away. <laughs> He's like, get out of here! Stop! <laughs> shoot! Shoot! It's <laughs> uh, like I can't do this. Oh man. Yeah, I was just like, um, bitch, you gonna? There's a lot of steps to saddling, right? And even if you want to make the argument that there would have been somebody like um, some help in the stable that actually did it for her. Yeah, but you think they're just, well, just show it. Or do you honestly think that they're just like, oh, sure, you can follow the prince fucking anywhere. Well, so she did it quickly enough to follow him. Here's how here's how you write that. You you don't need to change anything else. Here's how you write that, and you make it a joke, and you make it funny, but it's also quick. You turn to the stable master who just happens to be standing there and says, "Say, I need to follow that horse." Like it's a New York rom com where it's like, "Hey, follow that cab." It's literally it's right there. Yeah, yeah. Or if you don't want to do it the cheesy way, she turns to the side, and there's a horse that's already saddled. Already saddled. Right. Like, when she turned and saw the horse, I expected to see the horse already saddled. Well, and then the camera specifically panned to where the saddle was. And I'm like, I, like before she even <laughs> left, I was like, you telling me this bitch knows how to saddle a horse? The camera no. made some really interesting storytelling choices throughout sure this did. movie. It, it sure really did. did. Like, there was, a, what, what's her name? Victoria? Is that what it is? Oh, yeah. Um, 
she's like telling the prince she's like just know i love you are you talking about uh sophia is that what her name is oh yeah it was an yeah name i was close anyway (laughs) she's a cunt the Uh, only reason i know is they pronounce it sophia sophia they put an er in it hmm. those british accents anyway so she's telling him like she she loves him no matter what right and she's got this really like it looks like a ring that you could get from Hot Topic on. <laughs> and they like zoom in on that. Like it means something. And I was like, I don't know what you're trying to tell me in this moment. <laughs> like, <laughs> where, where you think you're, you're leading my eye. I'm not sure, but okay. Well, and my, so my whole thing with Sophia is that, so they make it, they imply it that he was madly in love with her and everything. And he left when the shock of, his father dying and blah 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 given what you see of Richard I don't think he would have ever been anything to do with her really because honestly it's not that she seems nice no she is a cunt through and through like there's never a like everybody thinks she's saccharine sweet or whatever and oh my god everybody loves her it's not that she's a bitch well I I guess I got the impression that he left when he realized that she was really just kind of like in it for the title and all of that. I got the impression that like he broke it off with her because of that. Oh, see, and I don't remember. I don't remember when he broke it off with her. I just know that like when he left Aldovia, it was because his father had literally. Yes. Yeah. But his mom invited her back. So it's like queen. Yeah. What you doing? She's just fulfilling her role as a plot device. Is what she's doing. (laughs) She is. (laughs) Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I kind of got, I think what they were trying to tell us, I don't, clearly, if you guys didn't pick up on this, I don't think they succeeded, but I think that they were trying to tell us that she played, she did a much better job acting when she thought she could get with the future king. Sure. Oh, yeah. And, uh, she's no longer really putting on that performance or at least not very well. Yeah. I mean, it's a common common plot device to have the bitchy ex there yeah oh my god when she gives the because you know the the tradition with the royal family whatever is to give christmas ornaments to put on the tree which i think is a sweet tradition but whatever so she brings a like tinkling all the other ornaments that they have are like wooden ornaments and stuff that are really pretty you Mm. know but they're not really expensive i mean they could be expensive but they're pretty, but they're they're made of wood and they're they're a little more demure. But she pulls out this like sparkling, tinkling fucking heart. And she's like, here, Richard, put this on the tree. Don't break it. And I'm like, oh, my God, I just want to punch her in the face instantly. I instantly wanted to punch her in the face. Yeah. Well, I don't know. The, the thing that's more surprising to me is that the cousin, what's his name? Simon. Simon is like does not see through it at all like is in hand in hand with her in the conniving and then is like still goes after her like at the end he was saying like what about our honeymoon and she's like we're getting a divorce and it's like you thought there was gonna be a honeymoon bro right yeah um i also like skipped over i I don't know if i missed it or if the movie just decided to not tell us that they got married until that very point when she was like and we're getting a divorce they sign the documents right before he's supposed to be coronated like literally in that same oh it just happened very fast then yeah yeah they like sign the documents and then they're waiting on 
the queen to get there and to, uh, I don't remember what they called it, but they're basically waiting for a majority of par- parliament to be there in they order s- to have to do the coronation. They, there was a word that they used. I think it began with the C. I, I think know. it did too, but I don't remember. It could have been anything, honestly. They could have they could have said it's the conflagration and I'd be like, <laughs> sure. Yeah. Sure, yeah, that's a thing. Yep. Whatever you say. But so anyway, we should talk about why he might, uh, our lovely Richard might not be coronated king. Sure. So as they find out when she does the weird thing with taking the horse and they're, <laughs> the horse, shocker, bucks her off in the middle of the snow. And then a wolf shows up. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. And he frightens him away with the world's tiniest gun. That's true. <laughs> uh, he takes him, takes her to his father's hunting lodge. Which is very romantic. It is very romantic. Also looked cozy for rich people. Yeah. It's not my cozy, but it was definitely cozy. Yeah. And Again, they spent if a, this was a PG-13 movie, some different things are going down. That's all I'm saying. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> they would have bounced a wow wow in that, that well, hunting the, lodge. Yeah. Okay. So they, we'll talk about what they find in the hunting lodge, but they then left, like they went to the hunting lodge and then they left. Yeah, like at I, night because it was night when they went back, right? Yeah, I didn't understand that. Why? Why wouldn't you? Why? If you took her to the hunting lodge, why didn't you just take her back to the castle? Because there is no logic in this place. <laughs> there is no logic. They almost kissed in the hunting lodge, and then the horses whinny because, mm-hmm. and then he has to go check on them. And like, I didn't grow up around horses, but like, do you check every time they whinny? No, I didn't think so. No, no you don't. That'd be like checking every time your dog starts barking out the window. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, that doesn't stop the kiss. You're yeah. alone in the hunting lodge. Go. You, like, <laughs> you have no problem interrupting her when she's speaking to do the kiss, but the horse is whinnying. Oh no, Martha, the horses are out. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I forgot her fake name is Martha. <laughs> right. She definitely is giving Martha vibes. Anyway, so when the horse is Winnie and he goes out to check on the horses, because, you know, they're not allowed to make a sound, apparently. Um, she digs around the desk and she finds a bunch of papers from the king and she basically jacks them. She doesn't really look at them there because it's not enough time. But when she gets back to the castle, because they go back at night, still, again, not understanding why they didn't just go to shack Pound up Town. In the lo- yes. Go to Pound Town. Even if you don't want to go to Pound Town, you just do a little cuddle sesh, a little make out. Well, even if, you know, if even if he's like, well, this is my dad's hunting lodge. Maybe not. Why didn't they? I still don't understand why they just didn't stay there. Like. It was clearly a multiple bedroom hunting lodge. Like, I don't know what's more scandalous, showing up the next day in the morning or showing up in the middle of the night together. But either way, it sounds scandalous. So you might as well take advantage of the situation. Some ankles have been seen. (laughs) Some ankles have been seen. (laughs) Scandal. (laughs) Okay. So anyway, they get back. They get back. She goes to her room and everything. And she starts digging through and she finds a birth certificate um, she finds Richard's birth certificate, and then she sees an identical birth certificate with a different name on it, and then she finds an adoption certificate. As it turns out, the prince is not royal by blood. He is adopted. So technically, he is not the heir to the throne because he's not his blood, and his sister isn't the heir mm-hmm. to the throne because dude stuff. 
I like that they just kept those very important, very high, highly confidential secret papers in a desk that anybody could find. In yes. the hunting lodge of all things. Right. <clears throat> yeah, that would not have been hard to find. No, the, no. She did not even try that hard. Well, and you're the king. Why don't you just burn it? He's your son. Boom. End of discussion. End of discussion. I suppose, like, maybe in the back of his mind, he had, had this intention of one day being like, just, you know, you may not be my son by birth, but you are my son. Yeah. Which... Also, we find out that the reason that he's adopted is because shortly after the king and queen, Richard and Mumsy, whose name I don't remember, got married, they found out that she couldn't have babies. Correct. So they adopted to Richard. Mm -hmm. And then we never, ever, ever, ever address Emily. Right. Is she like a surprise, like, oops, you can't have children? Or is she also adopted? Right. Uh, Also, they like... They're not very subtle about where it's going when they've got like the queen who's like obsessed with the orphanage thing. I was like, okay. So he's. I will say in in the defense of the movie, it actually does happen a lot where people tried a long time to have kids. They never thought they were going to be able to. They adopt and then they get pregnant. Which is fine, but just address it. Yeah, it is weird that they didn't. You know, Emily, the they didn't like slip in there something Emily was our miracle baby or whatever but I suppose if they'd been keeping it a secret the entire time that Richard wasn't their baby which you would think the world would have noticed that she was never Prager's but you know also that also that right like how do you hide a queen that well (laughs) I don't know just sequester herself in in she's like i am just naturally thin even in birth eat my shit (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gosh. Okay, lady. All right. I mean, that wasn't how I was. <laughs> that was a house. Ladies on Also, the thing that gets me while we're talking about the adoption is we get to the coronation, which just kind of happens at a ball. It seemed a little informal to me, but whatever. And he's like, does anybody protest or whatever? object like it's a marriage yeah yeah (laughs) they just wave a piece of paper that looks honestly like it's copy copy paper and they're like no he's adopted and the queen just gives it up she's like yeah you right right let's let's talk about the adoption (laughs) certificate and how it looks exactly like something that you would print off as a gift certificate for a consolation prize (laughs) after you lost the soccer game there's specific paper that you use for that type of stuff yes and they didn't no (laughs) there was there were some questionable things with the set and props (laughs) (laughs) they spent all the money just getting that castle yeah they must have the I have to address my beef with the final coronation scene where they literally were just like, we're out of money. So you know what? We're going to put Christmas decorations in this area that's literally like it's a lecture hall at a college. And then we're going to drape hideous fucking red fabric i don't even think it was the real curtains across the back and we're which is probably hiding like the projector or whatever right mm-hmm. and they're like this is where the coronation's happening <laughs> this is the pivotal moment um of the end of the movie uh this is where we're doing it yeah wiggles so literally was still watching the movie when we arrived to record and her fury at that <laughs> She she commented on it multiple times while the two of us also watched the ending of the movie again. Yeah. It 
Yes, it bothered me much. I'm not saying like, I get it. You ran out of money. That's fine. But like, you got to be more creative than that. It was a beautiful lecture hall, (laughs) but clearly a lecture hall. Find me 75 old men in suits. Just go to the local college Just and have go, like random like, professors. We have all these show old up. guys in suits at the college. Perfect. We'll do it there. Round them up. Round them up. The, the real reason the old guys are cheering at the end is not because they're happy that he got coronated. They're just like, yay, I can get my free sandwich for yes. coming. <laughs> <laughs> that scene uh, read to me. But I don't know. Oh, yeah. We should probably talk about the acorn, which. Which is also something that happened in the hunting lodge. Kind of. They found a poem in the hunting lodge that was supposed to be a gift for the queen. It was supposed to go with the acorn, though. Yes, it was supposed to go with the acorn. It was a gift for mummykins that I can't remember her name. Long may she reign. Long may she reign. And it was a poem basically stating that it's a gift and something about the acorn and blood. Yeah, and the acorn we're referring to is one of the ornaments that they put on the Christmas tree in the very beginning of the movie that the old King Richard, the, the, the late King Richard, had already like picked out like, a year in advance, apparently. Well, he was going to give it to her the Christmas before, but he died right before Christmas. And he yeah. had squirreled away that a- acorn and mummykins found it. Helena, by the way, I looked up her name. Thank you. Do they ever say her name? Because I don't remember that happening. I think sure they, they said, did. I think they called her Queen Helena now that I'm thinking of it, but I like to call her Mummykins, or maybe I should call her Blanche. Blanche? Okay. That is a very inside joke. It Nobody's going to get that. It is indeed. <laughs> I don't get it. Yeah, you know, you wouldn't. It's a D&D thing. Yeah. Anyway. And then this poem that they found in the hunting lodge or... Richard had it on him and showed it to Amber in the hunting lodge is the whole like trigger to how they find the thing that solves the adoption problem. Which I don't know. Maybe I wasn't paying close enough attention, but did they ever clarify how that solves the adoption problem other than the king being like, I want you to be my heir? He That's amended the law. The, the king wrote a decree. king gets to do whatever he wants. That, I literally have that in my notes. I was like, I don't think, I don't think you can just, this isn't old England. You can't just write a decree, throw your like official seal on it and be like, hey, it works uh, now. Apparently you can in Aldovia. Apparently. Okay. My only, so my only way of thinking in this is that, so yes, there is a parliament. So parliament should have had to agree to that. You know what I mean? But none of them wanted Simon. So Parliament might have just gone with it. Still, it was too convenient. Oh, yes, it was too convenient. I'm not, I was just saying, given, you know, playing devil's advocate on that, I also agree that it was way too convenient. But playing devil's advocate, they were all like, fuck, I hate Simon. I don't want this bitch. So they could have just been like, yeah, cool, that. Well, the convenience is that this Parliament has been sitting there waiting for him to, you know, step up become mm-hmm. king for a fucking mm-hmm. year yeah and like they're literally asking down to the wire like is he gonna do it is he gonna actually be fucking king mm-hmm. and his mom's like yeah of course you're gonna be king right bitch yes he's going to be king i promise well that's that's his whole main personality is he doesn't really want to be king he's a reluctant it's prince. hard being 
rich and famous. <laughs> and he had a whole, the last thing he said to his dad was a fight about him not wanting to be king. Mm-hmm. Well, and he bitched off to Spain and then his dad died. Well, don't be a dick. <laughs> Which makes me go, did he not come back for the funeral? He said he hadn't been back since. Oh, really? I didn't catch that little line. He said he left for Spain and then he said he hadn't been back since and his dad died right before Christmas. And that's not of then. So like, did you not come back for the king's funeral? What an asshole. And you just left your sister after your dad died for a year? And right? your mother? And your mother? And your fucking country? I don't think I like this prince guy. He's, yeah. He's less and less appealing the more you like <laughs> yeah. put it down on paper, you know? Yeah. You're like, Wait a minute. Like, I get that people grieve in their own ways and everything, but like... You don't abandon your family. You ditched your little sister? Right. <laughs> That's the one that pisses me off the most. Well... And his whole thing is that he's supposed to not be a, he's not in real life. And this is what Emily wants Amber to actually write a story about is that Prince Richard is not really a playboy going around and just doing whatever he wants. He's actually a really nice guy who has snowball fights with orphans instead of talking to the press and does other cute stuff. Mm -hmm. But bitch, you weren't doing that for a year right also well where you been at emily's like way too excited to see him for him to have really been a gone that entire time like that doesn't make sense when he when she he like scoops her up and she's like yay like it's not like it's giving georgiana and darcy it's not giving uh bitch you fucking abandoned me for a year touch me and i'll whack you with one of these i swear to god yeah but when you're that young like depending what you can easily swing towards oh my gosh my brother's finally back i'm so excited it also kind of depends on the level of hero worship she has for him but she's also not that level of excited either like she's like it feels very much like she's like oh you went on a trip for a couple months yeah i'm starting to see a plot hole here yeah yeah (laughs) Who knows how much he's actually been in contact with Emily herself, though. He could be, you know, salty with Mama and salty with everybody else and sneakily talk to Em. It's, it's true. I have no I idea. I don't know. Like, well, they didn't address the that, but... You know, that's, you, you know, your job as the storyteller is to let us know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I have to say, his fucking beard when he's in hiding... In what universe is that attached to his face? (laughs) (laughs) This is the fakest of fake beards. He looks like he's Eric Matthews when he's pretending to be plays with squirrels. You make a lot of Boy Meets World references. Because Boy Meets World is life. I never watch it. Um, Listen. I said it before on this. I know, but it hurts me every time. I mean, you watch Boy Meets World. Nah. You watch Buffy. And then we'll all be good. I'm not going to. I don't think I don't. I have seen a couple episodes of Boy Meets World and I just don't think it's something as an adult I'm going to enjoy. Like just be a bunch of whiny high schoolers. Well, yeah. (laughs) Is there another type of high schooler? That's why I don't watch shows that have high schoolers in it. (laughs) That's what's like. Well, when they start out there in middle school. Ugh. I haven't watched Gross. Euphoria, but but everybody keeps hyping it up that it's so good, it's so good, and I'm like, it's a show about high schoolers. How good can it be? Right. What? 
Anyway. Boy Meets World goes from when they're in middle school till college. Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> I'm impressed. <laughs> Listen, all I'm saying is when Corey and Topanga got married, it was a big deal. It was a very big deal. We were like, it was prime time. We were like, shut the fuck up. We didn't say fuck, but we said shut the fuck up. Um, so. Okay. You yelled at me, but I'm Topanga. But I'm Topanga. I gotta rewatch it. Okay, back to this. What did you guys think of Richard and Amber's romance? I mean, that's the whole point of the movie. They had cute moments. That, but yeah, that's kind of my thing. Like, if this is supposed to be about their romance, give me more. Do something. I mean, I'd have a stronger opinion of it if I maybe saw more than a few awkward kisses. I just, they had some sweet, adorable, funny moments. Like when he taught her to shoot archery and she shot it through the window. That's funny. And they like. to the horse's ass. (laughs) And then they like run away. Yeah. (laughs) Like, that's funny. That's cute. You know, but there's, you you can't string a marriage together with cute moments. Right. And he proposes, I'm like, oh, sir. I was like, that's a bold choice. I'm going to propose to you. Come abandon your entire life in New York. Live with me in Aldonia. Aldonia. Whatever. Aldonia. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> and be a fucking queen. I'm sorry. And be, and be queen. Um, chop, chop. We've known each other for two weeks. Yeah. Because it's New Year's Day. And New Year's Eve when he proposes. she literally says that. Amber, when he proposes, she's like, we don't know each other. Uh, he's like, I've never been more sure about anything. <laughs> and I'm not known to be very decisive. I'm like, mm, sir, no. No. What about my dad? I can't just leave my dad. I'll, he can come live with us. I'll buy him a diner if he wants. Yeah. I'm I'll like, fly this one over there. I'm like, I, sir. All sir. right. All right. All right. Yeah. So what I'm hearing is to get y'all a prince that, and a king is you just need to go fucking lie to everyone, yes. sneak into the palace, Correct. pretend you're a tutor that somehow mm-hmm. nobody checks your references or like not references but like nobody checks id id nobody like already has a picture of you at right? the like, palace this was made in 2017 they had extreme security like measures in place yeah. by this point right like it's not like this is some ancient movie <laughs> well that was my other thing and i mentioned this before um when we were watching the end of it he comes to new york to propose and everything standing on a fucking new york city street Probably in a little bit. Okay, I don't know what city street in New York that was, but it definitely wasn't New York. Um, but standing in a city street, no security, where the fuck ever. He's a fucking king. Well, and apparently he must be the king of the wimpiest country in the whole world because no one notices. They're all like, there's just this this guy out there. Never, never seen that guy before. Right. Like, He's supposedly a notorious playboy. Yeah. Although, if I'm being completely honest, I wouldn't be able to tell you what any royals look like if they're not, like, the English royals. Yeah, true. I have no idea what any of them look like. But other people would. Sure. Yeah. I'm sure there are people who would. Yeah. Especially in New York. Yeah. 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 I, I was just like, the, the bold choice. No no security whatsoever. Yeah, I, I could see him actually blending into New York without any security, but why would... Why would there be no security? I don't think Prince Henry would go anywhere without security. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Who's Prince Henry? Of England? William and Harry. Harry. 
Harry, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I don't give a shit about any of them. I was so willing to go with you, and Danny said no. <laughs> I was just like, I'm, I, all I could think of was was Henry from Ever After. Ah, uh, yeah, the one Liz hates. Uh, he is bland. Um, <laughs> okay, but he may he he makes this guy look like yeah, right? Yes, like, he he looks like he is a well seasoned steak, and this guy <laughs> is some hamburger that you loosely patted together and threw on the grill. <laughs> Richard is. I don't know anything about him. Yeah. Right. Like, I, that's my problem. I can't love him because I don't know anything about him. He can play child piano. He yep. can mm-hmm. hit a target roughly from 10 feet away. He knows how to ride a horse. That horse is gorgeous, by the way. Yes. And um, and he doesn't want to be king. For reasons that really don't. Because reasons. That's yeah. why. Okay. <laughs> I was like, did I miss it? I don't remember them really going into the reasons. Because it's hard to be rich and famous. <laughs> like you have a parliament. And obviously I don't understand how this fake country's government works. But if it's like England or the UK, I don't think you got to do a whole lot. Yeah. No. Parliament runs everything. Right. Like you just you just got to show up. Do some charities. Cut some ribbons. Wave your hand. Wear the jewels. Shave your face. Dear no God, one, shave the no face. Nobody wants the like right. that, sir. Sasquatch. <laughs> I don't know. This doesn't sound so bad. Right? This not so bad. Uh, this seems pretty fine to me. Uh, as a great A lazy person, <laughs> this sounds A-OK. I could have people clean for me. Oh, my God. That would right? be amazing. My apartment is a disaster right now. <sighs> Took me a long time to make this knot. Anyway. Anyway. I also like that, and again, I'm sure this comes down to budget issues, but there are like, there's got to be about, I don't know, 200 rooms in that palace, and we get to see five of them. <laughs> I mean. Well, how many rooms would you really see yeah. in a palace? You'd I mean, see. We never see his bedroom. Why would we see his bedroom? They don't go to Pound Town. Well, I don't know. We, <laughs> we could have seen some more ankle. That's all. <laughs> we see her bedroom. Yeah. Which uh, shouldn't look very big. No. I was like, why is your bed so close to the door? They put her in, in the palace? West Wing. <laughs> in the <laughs> servants quarters. Yeah. I like how like, uh, Sophia even was like, the peasant. <laughs> response is like oh my god like welcome to the century and she's like you're always the rebel and he's like you know <laughs> how rebellious you don't think the peasants <laughs> dear god oh god yeah shit like that kills me so much shit she says i'm just like what Sophia? Yeah. What I don't understand is I I I I get the fact that she wants the like prestige and perhaps power of being queen. But enough to marry Simon? He's gross. Simon is icky. Even she thinks he's icky. He's, I, betcha. I guess like on the scale of ickiness that I have seen in my experience <laughs> with with romance, he's like he's like a four. Like he's not that bad. He's not, he's not bad looking, but he's kind of a dick. Oh, you know, sure. Yeah. I mean, but like, 
I don't know. I just couldn't imagine sitting in a room with him being like, dear, how was your day? And then having him drivel on and on. And I just be like, I'm going to murder just this man. Just good headphones, man. <laughs> I just kind think, of look at him and think of a ferret. Imagine having to have sex with him. Okay. I will Again, not. We have, we have experienced so much worse. <laughs> this is not Mr. Collins here. Okay. Like, I wasn't having sex with him either. No, but like, I'm just saying on the ick factor <laughs> of the bad guy in the, in the, these kind of stories he's really not that bad he was like casually annoying he's a ferret face okay i guess (laughs) different opinions (laughs) um since we're just randomly jumping around for no reason other than that's how our brains work why the hell at the end of the movie was that fucking diner open on new year's eve with like 10 people in it also, they don't appear to be like family friends or anything. They're just no. customers. <laughs> Who's counting down New Year's in New York at a random ass diner? I don't know. I, that one always confused me, too. I'm like, I, I mean, I suppose they could be friends, but they didn't really seem to be because they're like, ah, oh, free champagne. And if they were friends, they'd be like, fuck, yeah, pour the champagne, bitch. Like, yeah, it uh, was very confusing. Oh, I mean, I don't know. I've never spent New Year's in New York. I obviously don't live there. I feel like I would avoid as much as possible because it seems a little cray cray. Well, it's but, very touristy. Yeah. Again, that makes him being out in the middle of the street more and more confusing. Because like <laughs> New Year's in New York, you're going to tell me there's no one else on the street. Just this one guy who gets to stand in the middle of the street. In the middle of the street in New York. Yeah. Mm, suspect. It was suspect. Maybe. Maybe. Here's here's how we headcanon this. Mm-hmm. Right? So, I love Wiggles Rewrite Corner. Is he Batman? <laughs> <laughs> yes. He's secretly a clone of the prince. He's not the real prince. No. Um, <laughs> but maybe it's just his security team cle- cleared the street. like, and, there were, and then he was like, I need to have a private moment. I would believe that. Mm-hmm. But, you but gotta again, you got to show it. You got to show your work. Right? And they did not. It was like we were watching one of the math problems that Emily never learned. Right. <laughs> also, I would like to point out the snow on the street was absolutely perfect and untouched. Pristine. That also not bothered me through. too because it wasn't actively snowing, which means that, right? It wasn't snowing at the end. It was doing that like flurry thing. That yeah, the- not enough to accumulate all of that. And yeah, nobody's no. cleaned the street or no. walked on the street. We are from the Midwest. We know fucking accumulation, man. <laughs> I know how long snow has been around. <laughs> I mean, don't we? See, here's the thing. A-, a lot of our grapes are not big grapes. No. no. But it's like if you have like one little gripe in... A movie that has no other gripes. It's okay, whatever. You, whatever. But when you've got like a stack that's ever growing, <laughs> suddenly you start asking questions like, what were they thinking in this movie? Well, some of her gripes are bigger. Like the prince not really having much of a personality. Yeah. That's a big gripe. Yeah. yeah Your main character true. needs to have a personality. I don't know. It, like his. Per- <sighs> this is what I got from his personality is that he is socially awkward and. That would have been funny if they actually played it up. Yes. Yes. Right? Like, that could have been hilarious yes. if he was like, I don't know how to be in front of people. And she's like, you need to get it together. Lock it <laughs> up, a bud. literal fucking king. Um, that would have been a movie I would have enjoyed. Right? Because plenty of bumbling around, stupid annex. 
You know, here's the thing. I've seen so many subversion movies to tropes and genres throughout, whether it's romance or horror or comedy, whatever. Like, there's why do we not have one for this? Somebody write this because there's comedy gold in this. Uh, Write it then. (sighs) I'm lazy. (laughs) (laughs) I'll put it in my list of make Aaron and do this <laughs> no it's my list of random plot ideas that we come up with <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> have you been making that list um I've been making it for a long time so it's not all of our stuff <laughs> we, we we do have one that we talked about and then stop start and stop start it's not on the topic of this That's movie <laughs> <something different. laughs> it's a slightly different vibe well I have a I have a, I have a question yeah Okay, so this plot, right, it, 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 to me in the movie feels very thin, mm-hmm. it wasn't very fleshed out, but I feel like I've read this plot before, like in books or seen it in other movies. You have. Yeah. Yeah. But why is it, at least for me in books, I'm more forgiving of this? Is it just because there's more content in books to give me a, give, to answer all of these questions we're talking about? Probably. I don't know. I'm not. I'm, well, you're but a, we know that about me. Yeah. <laughs> Forgi- forgiving ain't my nature. You're a picky bitch. No, I just fine. I love you. I love you for but who you are, Wiggles. There's just something about reading books that have this cheesiness in it that I'm like, okay, that's fine. But when you see it on, when you see it on the screen, it seems uncomfortably cheesy or oh, ridiculous. See, see, and I actually kind of have the opposite sometimes because um, due to Hallmark movies and... Do you watch the- Hallmark movies? Shut up. I don't want to talk about it. All right. Um, fuck you. <laughs> um, <laughs> my mother made me. Anyway, um, it there is a bit of a nostalgia factor to the cheese. Sure. Yeah. Which is why I think um, I am a little bit more drawn to this movie, even with all its issues. I told you it was cheesy as fuck. You told me to pick a Christmas movie, and I picked a Christmas romance movie i'm not a romance movie person generally speaking so that's 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 the that's the the question i have for you danny <laughs> how did we get how here? did we get to th- like you hate <laughs> cheesy rom-coms and you picked the cheesiest of rom-coms <laughs> i so i will tell you how i discovered this movie and what it was is i was in a mood mm-hmm. not necessarily a bad mood mm-hmm but it was a mood and apparently my decision making skills were flawed that day and I was just picking random shit on the Netflix and watched this movie. I have since watched it about three times. (laughs) (laughs) Not because I I like Christmas movie. (laughs) Not Prince though. (laughs) (laughs) Not because I like super enjoy it or anything. It's one of those that like I just it can be a little bit of a comfort thing. The cheese makes me laugh. I feel like I would enjoy this movie if I had uh, some hot cocoa with some peppermint schnapps in it. <laughs> and I just kept filling it up with peppermint schnapps <laughs> every time they did something cheesy. And by the end of it, I'm like, yeah, marry him. <laughs> there may have well, been intoxicants involved. Oh, um, okay. Well, that makes more sense now. <laughs> Honestly, though, if I was Amber and a king was like do you want to marry me my answer would have been yes oh yeah like in a non-romantic way it's like you're gonna take care of me i get like whatever i want i'll be a gold digger for that i don't care exactly 
Well, so y- yes. And he's he at least you could envision having sex with. Not Simon. Yeah. I'm not fucking ferret face, but I'll I'll fuck that guy. <laughs> he's nice. He... I mean, but you know that's some vanilla sex. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. That's oh, like yeah. This like missionary all day every day. <laughs> That's why you get a spe- special buzzy friend. It's fine. <sighs> yeah, I I will say speaking to what you were saying earlier about the nasad the, the laughter <laughs> you, you know that bit. Yeah. It's contagious. The nostalgia part. The beginning of this movie felt very much like it was a 90s Christmas movie. Yes. Yeah. I was like, yeah, okay. And then I thought that was the vibe <laughs> I was going into. I was like, all right, all right. And then I was not. It was no. It was not Jingle All the Way. It was not Miracle on 34th Street. It was not Muppet Christmas Carol for sure. Oh, it was definitely <laughs> not Muppet Christmas Carol. No. But that's okay. That's okay. They just got me excited. <laughs> and then pulled the rug out. Yeah. I feel like I keep like finding things that are very unlike me things for you guys to read or watch. (laughs) And you're like, the fuck, Danny? Well, the last thing you picked was himbos, wasn't it? It was. That makes sense. That was on par. Yeah, (laughs) that was that was very on par. However, um, none of us thought it was going to be. Oh, no. The last thing we were was muscles and monsters. That one I did not think it was going to be on par, but it was. Yeah, Yeah. that one. Uh, the cover is deceiving as yeah. fuck. Yeah. That one. Yeah. <laughs> I am not going to talk about that because it will get us off topic. Okay. Let us get back on topic. So, okay. Obviously, there's three more movies. So, we know that they make it work. They do indeed. Uh, what are the other three movies even about? I know one is a baby one. Engagement or wedding. I can't uh, remember. Yeah, I think they got to get married in one of them, right? I think it's like the royal wedding, the royal Someone baby. Someone will try to ruin it. Is it engagement, wedding, baby? Sure, probably. I'm looking it up right now. Okay. We've got the royal wedding is the second one and the third one is the royal bebe. Bebe. And if there is a fourth one, it's not showing up yet. Okay. Probably I have be. watched none of the others, so it shows you how much I was intrigued to to watch this. My mom and my sister fucking love these things. And I I just like, I don't even watch them. Like I'll be in the same room with them while they're watching them. And I'll be like on my phone. And it's like, I don't even need to pay attention. I've got the movie on lock. I don't know how this formula works so well. Like how do they get so many people to watch and rewatch these plots that are literally the same plot? Nostalgia. Because you know how- I get the nostalgia- if it, if people weren't like obsessed with watching the newer ones like that's the thing that throws me it's like okay okay like you watched this when you were younger cool got it i i have so many movies like that but like you're like nah no so when shit. i say a nostalgia i say it's it, so it kind of invokes the feeling mm-hmm. of yeah. when i watched those things so it's not necessarily the nostalgia of the movie itself it's the feeling behind it well, and what's been described to me by people who watch a lot of Hallmark, especially like the Hallmark Christmas movies, is A, you know you're going to get your happily ever after. Yeah. And pe- some people like really yeah. like to have that. And B, in general, you just kind of know what's going to happen, which is also why my dad complains all the time when my aunt watches it. Some people just want an orgasm and a happy ending. But this one didn't even give us an orgasm. No, it didn't. But no. I'm actually kind of interested to watch the second one just to be like, do we get to know more about Richard? <laughs> Does he have a personality? Well, eventually they do mu- get down to the pound town because they have a babay. They have a babay. Yeah. <laughs> of course. She is so fake 
pregnant in these pictures. <laughs> Sorry. Am I surprised? Nay. I am this not. This movie, A Christmas Prince, has 73% on Rotten Tomatoes. Wow. <laughs> wow. Considering some of the ones that have like such low scores on there, that's... I never pay attention to those to scores because I'm like, let me make my own decision on how I feel about this movie. Well, there's movies that I love and they're like, it's 20%. And I'm like, what the fuck movie did you watch? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like, we watch different movies, clearly. <laughs> there's definitely ones where I that, that are like, oh, my God, everybody raved about them. They're fucking amazing. And I'm like, the fuck was that? Yeah, I have yeah. several of those movies because I, I do. I haven't done it for a while. But I tend to try and watch all the Oscar-nominated movies if I can, Mm -hmm. or as many as possible, just to see what's there. But I haven't been paying attention for the last few years. And I have so many movies that I watched and I went, this is supposed to be one of the greatest movies in cinema from this year. Yeah, that's why I stopped watching the Oscars like nominated movies, because I'm like, I don't... Sometimes you get amazing ones, and you're like, yeah, Yeah, absolutely. And then you get ones where you're like, this was... Okay, I, I can't remember if it's called The Wrestler or or whatever it was called, but it's the one where about where Steve Carell. Oh, Fox. A, uh, Fox something. Yeah, Fox, yeah, yeah. Oh God, what is it? Fox Catcher. Yeah. Oh my God, it was it was an uh, like two hours of watching Steve Carell struggle to breathe through a prosthetic nose, and that was the oh. plot of the movie. I swear to God. Which is sad because I actually love the story behind that because it's a true story. Yeah. And he somehow like, they made it so boring. He like barricaded himself inside his house for days because mm-hmm. he murdered uh, the wrestling coach. And then he barricaded himself inside his house for days. And that's that's why it's called Foxcatcher, because the, the house is called Foxcatcher Farms. Right. And he's part of a really wealthy family, like American royalty family. And like four or five of them have been murderers. That tracks. I believe that. It's the DuPont family. Because, you know, when you're rich, when you're, especially when you're old money rich. Oh, yeah. And they're old money rich. You can solve all your problems. Just having money fixes things. Um, I I am a lover of true crime. So you tell me this is an Oscar nominated movie about a true crime. I should be all in. Yeah. Yeah. And it was one of the most boring Mm -hmm. movies I've ever watched in my entire life. It's a bummer. Yeah. I was like, ooh, Foxcatcher, yeah. And then I was like, I'd rather watch the story that they told me on ID about it. Paint drying is more fascinating. (laughs) (laughs) So I want to kind of get back to Emily, who is honestly the most interesting character in the entire movie. She (laughs) She really is. Um, But what I love about her is she, if you ever watched Little House on the Prairie, um, you'll know of this character named Nellie. And Emily and Nellie are essentially the same person if you, like, convince Nellie to be a good person. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I can totally see that, actually, right? now that you say it. I'm and like, it, yeah. <laughs> and so it was tripping me up the whole time. I thought she was going, like, as soon as I met her, I was like, oh, this this kid's going to be fucking evil. I was like, fucking for Nellie sure. Nellie Olsen, man. Yeah, that's, that's going to be, that's going to be, a like, a brown-haired Nellie who's going to just, like, fuck up this girl's life. And so when she turned out to be, like, kind of sweet and kind of cute, I still didn't trust it. I was waiting for the other shoe to drop. I was like, nah, she's going to do some fucked up shit. You're like, I don't trust you with your Shirley Temple curls. No. Mm-mm. <laughs> that's a book I really want to read is she's got a memoir that's called something like uh, 
Tales from a Prairie Bitch or something like that. Oh, yeah. The actress who played Nellie. And oh, God, I want to read that book so bad. I actually, so when she wrote that book, I worked at the TV station and she was here. <gasps> really? And I met her. Yeah. Oh, my God. Was she as cool as she looks like? She's really nice. Oh, my God. But yeah. <laughs> so uh, I had a whole moment with uh, with Emily there. But I do think that if I were her, I would have been like, bitch, you're going to pass me over twice for this fucking thing. I'm going to throw a riot. Like, right. I would cause destruction. Yeah. That was the thing that almost kind of bothered me about the ending is this whole, like, jumping through hoops and rigmarole to get him, the adopted son, to be prince. Which, I agree. If you're adopted, you're in the family, you get to be prince. I'm down with that. Yeah, same. But... but- but just not addressing other than like a couple of comments that it can't go to the daughter. All right. Right. That's, that's some patriarchal bullshit. It is patriotic bullshit. And I wish he would have also appealed the law about, you know, female descendants, whatever. Um, my only argument is that if he knew he was going to die sooner rather than later, which it seems like he did, she's 10. Well, yeah. Yeah. Well, I what I would have liked to have seen is the our prince say I will be your regent until you're of age to take the throne? Yeah, especially because he really didn't want the throne to begin with, right? So yeah. like, why couldn't they be the the queen's sister in law once she you know she came of age? And right. That's yeah. The story. Right. Wiggles. Yeah. I know. <laughs> I know. Rewrite corner with Wiggles. Rewrite corner. Rewrite corner. Um, I'll rewrite all of your stuff. <laughs> <laughs> And I like you that story like better. <laughs> I do like that story better because I would love to see what Emily would do. Right? Mm-hmm. She's mm-hmm. very smart. She was doing way more complicated math than she should have had to been able to. Although maybe they do more complicated math than I didn't do that shit when I was ten. She looked like she was doing high school geometry. Yeah. yeah. She has a royal with a private tutor. She probably yeah, is expected to be that. Geometry level. can go suck a We dick. had fucking public it. education. Yeah. <laughs> in the U.S. An American public education. Yeah, American public education. <laughs> uh, it, for the two of us, American public education in a rural town. Yeah. It's true. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. can do the speak good. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all had a real small class. <laughs> All right. I think we've reached our wrap-up point. I mean, we could keep talking about this movie, or you could watch it. And that's what I say. Go watch this movie so you can laugh along with us. Because you know what? As weird and wackadoo as all the plot was, it was fun. And so with that, I guess let's do our spice? Spice rating. A big old goose egg. Nothing. Yeah, that, I mean, sometimes I got to give him at least a 0.5. This is a zero. Yeah, he gave that, Practical Magic a 0.5. And I will say Practical Magic was spicier than this movie. Yeah. By far. <laughs> By far. By the kisses far. in this movie weren't even that great. Like, no. if it was at least a good steamy kiss, I'd give it a 0.5. But yeah, yeah. No. No. I, no. It was... I mean, I, I like I said, I'm pretty sure this is rated PG for TV. Yeah. So yes, I is. think that it probably can't go any farther than that. Uh, all right. Romance. Uh, romance. I gave it like a two. It's a two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, they got together. That's that's it. That's that's the whole thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, That was quick. Let's go to overall. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Danny, this was your movie. What do you think? 
I gave it like a three. Like I said, it gives me a weird nostalgia thing. Not even that it's I'm nostalgic of this particular movie. It just gives me the cozy holiday feels, which I'm a little irritated about the fact that I have cozy holiday feels. I think uh, your Grinch heart just grew uh, a few sizes No. Yeah. No. Yeah. We'll get out the x-ray after we're done with the episode. You keep away from me with that. (laughs) With what? The x-ray. Oh. (laughs) Right. Liz? I, it's like a two for me. Yeah. I'd put it at a 2.5. Like, I think it did what it was trying to do. Yeah. I... I maybe would have rated it a three if the production value was a little bit better. <laughs> it was the goddamn curtain. The curtain, the beard, the gun, there were problems. Um, <laughs> uh, also, like, the dresses at the like Christmas ball, I was like, girl, you could have gotten those from JCPenney. And they did look <laughs> like yeah. they were prom dresses. <laughs> but yeah, so a 2.5 is where I'm going to stand on that. Okay. Fair enough. The ultimate question. What are your recommendations? I'll start us off. And I'm going to start off with a much better movie. It's also around the holidays. It's also got a prince. (laughs) And it's fucking hilarious. And that's Coming to America. Oh, Oh my God. God, Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I haven't seen Coming to America in a long time. No, I haven't either. It's great. That's That's a classic 80s right there. Oh, yeah. I don't know if it ages well because I haven't seen it in a long time. I have time. not seen it in not in syndication, I think, ever in my life. So I don't know what's been cut out of it. I Well, no, I have. I have once, but I was so young, I don't remember. Right. Yeah, I'm not sure how it ages either. I haven't seen it in so long. Yeah, so you know, take it with a grain of salt. There's probably some you know problematic shit in there. Yeah. It's from the 80s. Um, so there's that. But, you know funny as fuck <laughs> what you got danny um so it's it's not Christmassy, but i was going with the second uh princess diaries nice oh the royal engagement the royal yes. engagement because there's the like hiding factor of you know and shifty mm-hmm. bullshit stuff and they're coming out with a third one what yeah, yeah. are they really yeah Oh, shit. We might want to put that on the list. I mean, it's on my list. (laughs) (laughs) Is Chris Pine in it again? I would hope so. (laughs) He's supposed to marry her. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I'm here for that Mia Thermopolis life. (laughs) I'm surprised you didn't say the prince in me. So I I was juggling back and forth between the prince in me and... um, uh, Princess Diaries Royal Engagement but I've already suggested The Prince and Me on here before and I suggested The Royal Engagement on here oh so. did you well go with both do them both. all both Fuck is it. good we'll take them all um, I'm going to focus with my recommendations more on the relationship between Emily and Amber and my recommendation is Raising Helen mm. oh yeah I got a lot of that vibes or Uptown Girls, but that one's oh, not I as much love of a romance, Girls. if I remember correctly. I haven't seen either of them in a long time, but I was getting a lot of those vibes. There is a romance in it, but it's not the strongest part of the story. No. Yeah. All right. Well, that's three recommendations. So yeah. Liz, take it away. Take it away. I was wondering if you were going to do it. Well, everyone, 
Thanks for listening to our episode. If you liked it, you can find us out on the socials at Wrong Dust Jackets, mostly on Instagram, TikTok, and Pinterest. Or you can go to our website at wrongdustjackets.com. We have a whole list of things that we're going to be talking about and doing episodes on listed there. And did you know, give us a like, give us a rating, give us a review. Tell us your thoughts and your feedback. We'd love to hear from you. Bye now. <laughs> Bye-bye. Okay, bye. <laughs> Thank you.